Bueller. 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 everybody to Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the John Hughes classic Ferris Bueller's Day Off one minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cole. And we're wrapping up the week with our good friend Jonathan Carlisle from the Princess Bride Minute. Welcome back, Jonathan. Oh, we're all friends. That's nice. We're all friends. Aww. Thank you for being here. This has been a really fun week. I don't know. We've had some pretty, I mean, we've had some pretty deep conversations that we <laughs> call each other friends We now. have. We have. We've gotten real with each other at this point. I think it's good. We spent we spent a week together, so it's been a. It's had its ups and downs. It's been a. It's been an emotional. It's roller been coaster. an emotional <laughs> roller coaster. Oh, it's well, good. Uh, we get to talk about uh, some more projecting this minute. That's we a, do. We yeah. do some, <laughs> some literal physical projecting. Very very <laughs> literal. We'll get to that today. <laughs> minute we're talking about minute eighty five. Which starts with, resi- I, 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 these are just single words. It starts with resignation. Oh. And it ends with gravity. <laughs> <laughs> As do all things. <laughs> As do all things. Once, once gravity proves itself once and for all to be the master here. Yes. So, so Cameron is done kicking the car. Right? He's like, oh my he God. had his moment. <laughs> Last minute was a really solid, like, start and end. We said that when we started, but, like, we started with him saying, like, I'm not going to let the events that unfold determine the course of my life. And then we ended with, like, right before he, like, leans up against the car. Like, he kicked the crap out of it. He got everything out. And then, like, he, he had a beat. And then we come back in today and he realizes what he's done. He's like, oh, okay. Shit. <laughs> he's like, crap. I dented the shit out of it. And he's, like, kind of pleased with himself. <laughs> it's good. Because he probably doesn't even see himself as, like, necessarily a strong guy. So it's just like, yeah, I feel real strong and powerful right now. Let, <laughs> I, let me tell you, like, for me, if I were in Cameron's place, like, being at that moment where, like, I've made, I've taken an action. And th- without a doubt, like... There are going to be consequences. Like, we're at this point where, like, there's nothing left to do but own up to it. And so he says, like, my father will come home. He'll see what I did. I can't hide this. Like, this is what it is. Like, I'll just, he'll have to deal with me. (laughs) Um, I mean, we can get back to, like real talk for a second but like (laughs) when i so i spent that semester in tampa i talked about it earlier this week i think it's come up in the past too i spent that semester with that scholarship i was going to classes i didn't want to i stopped going to classes like i didn't i didn't care about the the rotc program i didn't care to get up at four in the morning and go do pt like i didn't want it's so early it was well it because because it was actually supposed to be at like six o'clock in the morning, but it was at a different campus that was off the school campus that Aww. I was on. So I had to get a ride with someone else over to this other school to be there on time. And then I had to make it back. Oh, by man. It was terrible. It was terrible. I didn't want to do it. So I stopped going. I stopped going, which is like not a good idea. Anyone who's in school who's listening to me, like go to class, like do don't listen stick to it out. Don't, 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 like don't do what I did. I stopped going. Um, the only class I was going to was a writing for therapy class, which like probably was the best class for me to stay in. But I was still in this place where like, I didn't, I I just stopped caring. So like semester wraps up. Um, I think I took one of my exams and then I got on a plane and flew back across country to like spend the holiday with my parents, knowing good and well that I wasn't going to be going back. Right? Like, at this point, like, I knew my grades were low. I had pretty much abandoned going to the ROTC classes, which is the only reason that they were funding me to be at school in the first place. Like, that was what was paying for my... Yeah. I left. You know? 
And uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago with with Cassandra. Um, we talked about like losing friends. Like I shut down, and I sort of like I just spent the week or so of Christmas just like I got really, really, really sick when I got home. Like just this physical reaction to this really negative emotional this psychosomatic illness that Cameron had this like that, that kind of thing like in bed not going anywhere knowing that I was going to eventually have to own up to like to I, life basically I made this choice and now I'm going to have to deal with the consequences of it and and that's definitely where and Cameron handles it really well <laughs> considering considering it was good he'll come home and he'll have to deal with me yeah. he'll come home he'll see what i did i he's, can't hide this he's almost satisfied like good like this yeah. is this needs to happen i mean it goes a little further next week he calls his dad by his first name which makes me so happy uh but but he's just he's at this point where he's like I have to accept the consequences of like he knows now like before we've even gotten into the full f- miles on the car is bad. He's gonna have to deal with the miles on the car. He's got to explain. Then he kicks the crap out the car. There's a dent in the bumper. Like he's really yeah, the, screwed the, the car bumper up. Screwed up real bad. And... and then he's gonna put his foot on the car. Almost like he's pushing it with his foot. I I mean he doesn't he didn't realize he doesn't know. Puts his foot on the car. It's like when you put your foot on something that you think is real stable. It's that... <laughs> but it moves out from a, underneath you a little bit. And you're the, just like, oh. It, the only way this could be more cartoon is if it was like a butterfly landed on the car. <laughs> <laughs> just all gentle like, you know. It was just it was just that... It was so precarious that like that's all it took for it to go. <laughs> I like that idea. Well, in, in that... In that sense, then I'm glad that it is the way it is because then it's we're still like focused on Cameron. Like if yeah. I could imagine, like you know, Ferris came over to like console him or something and kind of put his hand on the hood as he walked by, and then it flips off. You know, yeah. then, it'd be, then it'd be Ferris's fault. But no, this way it's all Cameron's fault, mm-hmm. and he's taking it all on himself. Yeah, because like yeah, because that dimini- it diminishes his decision later. If it's not entirely him. Like, he had made the decision to deal with the consequences of the miles on the car before he started, like, kicking the car. Mm -hmm. But once the car goes out the window... I mean, that's next week, but we might as well... Like, we're here. We might as well talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. Once the car goes out the window, like... It would be meaningless. His decision to stand up, the entire monologue we've had over the last three minutes, would be meaningless if, like, Ferris had been the one to lean up against the car. Right. Right. Um, because it, it, it just, it, it, like, deflates that balloon, you know? Mm-hmm, like, it, mm-hmm. it's, let's let all the air out of the situation. It's not Cameron's fault. That, like, it's not a consequence that Cameron has to deal with anymore. And, like... We'll get to it more next week, but it's interesting to me that Ferris is willing to put himself on the line regardless of that fact. Right. Yeah. He offers. I I guess I don't know if I want to talk too much about that because that's not in this minute. Yeah, it's next week. We'll have to hold on to it. But, like, it's just, like, rattling in my head right now. Like, I just... I do like... I do like that the way this is structured is that that Cameron Cameron has taken ownership already and then we're like let's see how far this will like how far he's willing to mm, how much pressure he's willing to take or how much weight he's willing to take or whatever I don't know the right way to like phrase that but he's come to this place where he knows that like it's his responsibility to have this conversation with his dad and nobody else's. And so yeah. regardless of the fact that like this has gone further than he anticipated it, he'd already he's already made up his mind. Yep, cuz he's tired of being afraid. He's tired of being afraid. I like I like when he goes to hell with him. 
can't wait to see the look on that bastard's face. <laughs> oh, which of, is uh, he, funny. Uh, he's, the fact prideful. that he says that. Yeah, but I, I like that he says, can't wait to see the look on his face. And then the very next thing that happens, we see the look on his face. Yeah. 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 And it's so not good. good. <laughs> it's not good, but it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes me happy. Man, I don't even know, like, this minute after, uh, after yesterday, I feel like I've, like, I think I squeezed too much and, like, I don't know. (laughs) I really like his reaction. He puts his foot, I like that he puts his foot on the car, like, he, it's not that he leans up against it, because we saw him a couple, like, yesterday, the day before, with his hands on the hood of the car, but Mm -hmm. now he's in this place of, like, confidence like he's boosted himself he was doing like the captain morgan yes yes (laughs) yes the captain morgan he was like trying to put like one foot up there and like kind of have put his elbow on the knee like yeah like he's conquered proud of myself and and i i am the conqueror of this car like type of thing like no i've beaten you car and then everything goes out of control from there he's like wait i didn't want to beat you that bad he puts on this foot on the car (laughs) and it tips it tips that that jack too far Mm. and and it collapses the jack collapses the car hits the ground and it starts rolling backwards and cameron hits the ground and he's just flabbergasted that's a good word let's use that one flabbergasted uh as this as this car takes off i love oh my goodness i love the sound design in in this movie i've mentioned this so many times but i really love the sound as like the cars squeal across the floor here i didn't even mention it a couple minutes ago but when cameron and and sloan were talking when they were still sitting outside you could hear like the birds chirping and just like the sounds of like the the this, like the nature around them like the foley work is so good in this movie. This entire week we've had the sound of the car engine running in the background mm-hmm. and like, it oh, doesn't look- diminish from anything that's going on. It's like look how peaceful out here it is. Uh huh. And we're gonna disrupt this peacefulness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you, are you saying the cloud or the car doesn't? Like fall on some mattresses or something, and it's all good to go. <laughs> no, no, actually, okay, okay, okay. Thank you. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you just said that because I'm like, I actually have like some some stuff that I think is really interesting for this minute. So like, literally the last, what two seconds? One second. The glass. So the car. Okay. <laughs> the car is in the air. Yeah, the car is in the air at the end of this week. <laughs> We're. This this week ends suspended in midair, like literally, literally. The car goes out the window, but like it doesn't land. It's just like we're at this moment of anticipation before the fall. Like oh no, <laughs> oh no. Um, car hits the window, and it goes through the glass. They. They actually have to do this. Right? Like, there's no other way to film this shot than to run the car backwards through this glass and into the ravine. But this forest or this, this like, this area, this place in Chicago, it's, like, protected. Okay. So, oh, there's there's all sorts of layers here. First of all... <laughs> First of all, all of the windows in this house, like in this garage, like the original glass was the same glass that had been there since they constructed it. And there was like a structural weakness there. They were worried that if they drove the car backwards through the glass, all of the windows were going to shatter. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. So so they replaced all of the windows for this stunt okay and then put the originals back in when they were done oh wow two the forest itself is protected which means they weren't allowed to like they had to clean all the glass up they couldn't leave anything down there there. they couldn't so the forest floor is covered in like tarps 
that have little holes poked in it so like foliage can poke through so that they're not like smothering all the plants below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when they're done, they like pull all of the all of that up yeah, and the they clean up all the glass. And, and um, glass. John Hughes in the commentary is very proud when he says they didn't leave a single they didn't leave leave a single sliver of glass in the forest floor. Oh, they like really took the time to make sure that this was a because this was a protected place to like keep it nice clear yeah and living and thriving even after they did this right and then of course this isn't i mean we know this we've talked about this many times over like they only had the real ferrari to shoot for like a couple of shots so this is the model car so this car is made of fiberglass which means that they were really, really worried that, like, it was going to, they were going to hit, this car was going to hit the ground and it was going to, like, tear the fiberglass. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so, so, um, I think Alan Ruck in one of the behind the scenes things mentions that he was, um, he was really surprised when they, when they saw the final cut of the movie because we'll see it, we'll see it next week on Monday. In Monday's minute, when we see the car on the on the ground, um, the way the trees and whatever like cover it, you can't see where the the fiberglass and the the painted coating is like peeling away from the actual oh kit car beneath. Um, <laughs> no, but what you do see is a completely intact bumper, even though he dented the bumper when he beat up the car. That's next week. We'll talk about next week. So, we don't see that today. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have to. I'll point that out. I'll have to. Yeah, I'll look for it because I didn't make any notes about the. Bu- well, that doesn't surprise me though. I like I like movie mistakes. And they're interesting. I keep point. I I always like if I can find them, I'll point them out. I always do. It's interesting to me. Now I'm all for the the fact that they cleaned everything up. That's awesome. Uh-huh. I just wonder, like, is there would there be any like natural? Because they're, basically they're only busting through one window, so would there yeah. be any like natural replacement for glass that that would be something they could just let dissolve on the forest floor instead of having to pick all that up? Or when did do you know how like in action movies don't they use like isn't it like, like a sugar? sugar? Glass? Yeah. Yeah. They have a breakaway glass. When 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 did sugar glass become a thing? I I don't know that. I'm not 100% sure, but what my concern would be is what you said that they had a problem with with the original glass. It's like you hit that glass and then it shatters all the other glass. I think I think that was more of a, a structural integrity thing because the rest of the because the rest of the like that in that case, mm-hmm. all of that glass had been in those windows, like in this yeah. building for like more than a decade. Yeah. Um, and so I think that them going in and replacing it with something that would be like deliberately would be more sturdy. Right. So I'm saying like if they did the sugar glass, would it all would, of the sugar glass shatter? Oh yeah, because it's it not going to be all as the sturdy. sugar glass would shatter. So you have to, you'd literally still have to replace all Every the glass window. windows with regular windows, and then, and then, just then the one, one with, with sugar glass for the for the for the glass to shatter yeah. and like just dissolve naturally. Later. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's fascinating. I'll have to look into that over the weekend, and uh, we'll return to that discussion on Monday, I guess. Since technically um, we do see more of the car on Monday. So that, yeah. I, on the other hand of that, with the with all the glass, that that seems very crazy to me that they removed the original glass, replaced it, and then removed that stuff and put the replaced original it back again. In. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they chose to. You would think that the, like the new panes of glass would be nicer and better for the. Maybe it's just a. Maybe they only replaced like the back, that back panel, the couple of panels that are on the back side of this one building, rather than like all of the glass. Like it would be more expensive to replace like all of it than just the couple, like the one that smashes and the two on either side. So maybe it's just like a money thing, a budget thing. Yeah, or well, maybe if you want to smash my glass, you might as well just replace all of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. I maybe no maybe it was just a, uh, you know, the that was the glass that came with that home. You know, maybe there was some, maybe the house was not protected, but maybe the house, the, the owners wanted everything as original. So mm. even even though the old glass may have been brittle or something, they wanted to keep everything as yeah. original. Yeah, maybe that happened. I mean, this is 
we mentioned before, this is a incredibly pricey house. Yes. Um. That's so gorgeous, though. I would love to live in a. I I could be so happy living in a place like this, just like like out in the woods somewhere. Yeah, I much rather live in a forest woods type setting. Uh, possibly even by like a lake or a ravine or whatever, as opposed to like being near a beach. Really, I don't like the beach. Mm. I'm not a beach person. I live in a beach town, and it's overhyped. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, "Let's go to the beach." I don't care. I have um, I knew people who lived like really close to the, like walking distance to the beach. That's kind of nice. I really like the like atmosphere. Of, like, beach life, but I don't think that I'm... I don't feel like I would be a part of it, really. Like, it's not exactly. my scene. Exactly. The atmosphere is very nice. Like, uh, when me it's and fun Ricky for went to the beach and... Vacation or something. Yeah, me and Ricky went to the beach, like, for, like, a semi-honeymoon-ish type thing. and Honeymoon-ish uh, type thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, the atmosphere is kind of, like... It's very nice. It's almost addicting. Like, it, it feels like... Like, almost like a comforting thing. Yeah. But then, at the same time, then I stop and I'm all like, ah, but the cost and the smell mm-hmm. and the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, see, I love, like, no. I love the scent of, oh, like, no. the, like, sea air. It's like, the gross. salt on the, really? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like that it's like that Seinfeld episode where he's like we should make a cologne that smells like the beach and then everyone's like no one wants to smell like the beach that's why the first time the first thing you do when you get home is take a shower don't even lie and say that you don't like if yeah if you like the take beach take a shower because no. of the sand mm-hmm. that's what you tell yourself <laughs> okay it's partly the sand but then also that smell like that's okay. the first thing you do that's why there's showers at the beach like, I think also. that's also because of the sand. Well, that is probably <laughs> that one. I'll give you, but still, you. I do take a shower and I come home for the beach because I'm just getting that smell off of me, and I don't like it. It's very briny. I prefer the sea over like like a like a like a chlorine pool. Oh well, yeah, okay. I don't like that smell either. No, that, I think that's worse. That's that feels it feels toxic somehow. Especially when it's uh, over chlorinated. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it's not nice. I just don't like the water. No, I definitely prefer like forest. <laughs> the this like t- big trees and there aren't places like this in San Diego. I like I like that semblance when you're going to somewhere that's like this where it's wooded and everything and there's like the the air is just so nice and clean because of all those trees. My grandparents. And I, t- I don't know if I told you this. My grandparents. Um, on my dad's side, they live in West, or they lived in West Virginia. They literally lived on like the side of a mountain, like like a very wow. steep. That's crazy. Like a very steep incline. Their house, um, you could go, you could, you walked in the front door, but that was the basement, and you would have to go up a flight of stairs to the first floor to get to the rest of the house. Yeah, interesting. Because of the way that like it was elevated. It feels like this in that sort of sense where like it's on and it's above something. Yeah. 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 Uh, It's not quite, it's not suspended over open air like this is. It's a very unique house. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I like this house. I could live in Um, this I'm just like analyzing a few seconds here. Uh, Sure. So you, you mentioned there's a lot of, they had to replace the glass and everything. I'm wondering as the car is scooting back across the floor, did they... I'm wondering if they had to replace some tiles, too, because there seems to be some loose tiles. Mm. I'm wondering if they, like, the ones that they skidded on, basically, were, like, the temporary tiles. I don't know. I don't know. That's really Oh, that makes sense, too. Absolutely. I, uh, you know, you just, be, you saying that just made me think of, like, do you guys want to know how they did this? Yeah. There is, tied to the bumper of this car, which I don't think... I think if I look really hard, I could convince myself that I see it. But there's a, uh, there's basically like a cable tied to the back of this car. Like pulling it. It runs, it runs out the window and then like around the trees and then down the street. And it's tied to like the back of a truck or something. So that this, so what happens is Cameron puts his foot on this car and then somewhere like... A half a mile away, some guy hits an accelerator in his truck and pulls this car out the back of this house. Damn. 
It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> Apparently, they actually got a lot more acceleration than they expected. Oh. And so when the car lands, uh, it, it overshot the mark. Um, they thought it was going to, like, continue going down the ravine and then it was going to run into someone else's house or something. And instead, it hits a fence, which stops it. Ah. Which is super fortunate for the production team. Yeah, I'm like, that's really <laughs> convenient. Uh. But it, it, like, it overshot. Like, it was supposed to just, like, go out the window and fall. Like, down. And instead, it, like, it launches out the window. They oh, got yeah. a lot yeah, there's more force. force. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess they didn't, my assumption is that they didn't calculate for the fact that, like, not only are they pulling this car, but it is still running in reverse. Like, that's actually happening. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, they got that added boost where it just, it just right out the window. Yeah. That's oh, amazing. This makes me so yeah, that's sad. Funny. <laughs> this poor car. This is my favorite car in like cinema and, and, and tragedy strikes next Monday. I know it would be the one hot wheel you would want. Oh my just God. A little, a little Ferrari. Oh, man, it's so pretty. It's so pretty. I'm running it back and forth, and I'm not seeing any rope, so they did a good job. Yeah, they did a really good job. I had it paused. No, I can't even really see it. I had it paused on, like, 59 seconds. Like, that last couple, like, that couple seconds where it's out trying to find anything, and I don't see anything, which is really impressive. Oh, it's great. It's so sad. It makes me so sad. This poor car. I mean, I know it's just a it's just a kit car. It's not the real Ferrari, but still, it's too pretty for this. <laughs> you deserved better. You deserved better. Um, I think that was everything I had for the week. I only had one more. You so okay, okay. I do want to talk about this, Jonathan. You All mentioned right. on Monday that you've only seen the movie the once. Yes. And like. Because I know that you've been listening, it makes me, it's really interesting. Like, what has it been like listening to the show after only having that, like, one, like, viewing gut reaction, like, this is how I feel about these characters? Like, well, I I think, uh, I think the whole, like, minute genre itself has just got, like, when I watch a movie, I'm. I don't catch everything, but I'm I'm watching it a little closer than I normally used to. Sure. Um, so just watching it this one time, you know, I was it it kind of locked into my brain probably a little bit more than it, it would have before. Um, but yeah, no, I I've been keeping up with the conversation and and it's been interesting. Actually, I was surprised. Well, you know, I it was one of those movies that I always knew about. Everybody watched it. I just didn't watch sure. it. And there, there's Sometimes there's a, movies like that where everyone has watched it and they're telling you about it, so you kind of feel like you don't need to watch it necessarily. Yes. <laughs> and Trust so this me, was one of those movies. As like and then, the person who everyone is always <laughs> like, oh, Gary probably hasn't seen that. Like, I think I just have the reputation now of being the person who, like, hasn't seen stuff. Like, that's definitely 99% of the time the reason I haven't seen something is because I've just, oh, like, I know what that is. That's common. Yeah, that's why I didn't watch so, Fight Club till like a few months ago or whatever. Like, uh, <laughs> I I know what Fight Club is. You don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> uh, I it's just I don't know. So I don't I don't fault anyone for that because like I don't know. There's so much I haven't seen for similar reasons. Yeah. So it was it was a weird it was a weird reaction because I was expecting just to watch like you know a fun '80s movie that. You know, maybe it didn't hold up only because I was watching it for the first time as an adult. Uh huh. Um, but, but uh, I was not expecting what I got. I was not expecting because <laughs> I wasn't even expecting to send you any messages about it. But <laughs> I, we got like we got like half an hour into the movie, and I just had to send you the message oh, about <laughs> like uh, I, I see if I can find it quick, and I'll just read it. Cause... I love, I oh. love this. I love that. No. When you so when you funny. first messaged me that you were watching it, because I think at that point we'd maybe had the promo episode up. Like, I don't think we'd even started official minutes yet. And just knowing already that, like, 
people were interested enough in this show to to go and watch them you to watch it for the first time like that was yeah. such a that it's felt pretty cool so good for me just like oh i've inspired this thing <laughs> um it's pretty awesome it is pretty you know right exactly exactly i i it just it puts me in this place of like I think when I finally talked to George and Neil from Mogwai again, after watching Gremlins, like, I went into that blind. Yeah. And, like, I've watched the movie a few times now, and, like, I'm sure I'll watch it again before I talk to them again, but, like, that was something that... That was another one of those movies where it was like, oh, I know what that is. Like, I don't have to... It's... It's a it's a, it's a kid's 80s monster movie Christmas thing. Like, I didn't... You, you, I don't want to say that you just sort of shrug it off, but it's just like... I but you're other, shrugging it off. I have other things <laughs> that I'm consuming, and there's yeah. like... It's... It takes... It, it takes a concerted effort to make the time to... To go out of your way to watch him to watch a movie, regardless of what that movie is, it's not like it's not like surfing Netflix and being like, "Oh, I guess I'll watch this right now." Like, there's a there's a premeditated thought behind it, and and that's something that I find um, flattering. Almost, I was so glad when you told me that you were watching it for the first time. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like. I can't believe, on the one hand, oh my god, I can't believe you've never seen this before. But on the other hand, there was this, like, oh my gosh, he's watching this because we're doing this thing. Like, that was cool. But then his reaction. So I, I, did, I did find the message. Go for it. So, so this was, I, I think, I think this was, like, on, you know, like, the public part of Facebook. Then I had said that I was watching it, and you responded to that. But then... As far as like me sending you a private message was completely like un you know the, yeah un, you didn't tell me to and I wasn't planning on it or anything but but I had it says so Ferris Bueller's update uh, thirty minutes in I'm assuming the proper response is that I want to kick Ferris in the nuts so hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, like I was like I was like there's no way the director wants me to feel any other way about this kid right. He's like, yes. I, and thirty minutes in, I don't even know. It must have just been his treatment of Cameron at that point, or something. Just you know, get yeah, over yourself, the, get over here. It's like, oh, exactly. Yeah, I think at the half hour mark, we they haven't even gotten Sloan from school yet. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh man, that's so funny to me. I think it's hilarious. No, we literally had only had the first. We'd only had the first episode. Maybe the one with my mom had been done because my response was like, oh, yeah, we have a bonus episode coming out next week where Victoria and I butt heads real hard about our feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really funny. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not the hugest Ferris fan, but he grows on which was you. Which was funny listening to the show because, again, you, you heard about that movie so long yeah. that I didn't, expect to, I didn't expect to hate Ferris. And then when I did... Um, it was funny to listen to the show and find out there was other people that didn't really care for him either. <laughs> mm. Well, it's it's also been really interesting because, like, I think doing this show has really made me wrestle a lot with, like, how I feel about these characters. Because being a little kid, being 8, 9, 10, watching this movie, it's so easy to idolize Ferris because he's this kid who gets whatever he wants. Like, things always go his way. It's really easy to look at him and be like, I want to be like that guy. And 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 especially having you, Victoria, as my co-host and, like, having that stance of, like, no, like, this kid isn't the... Like, he's not the best character. And, like... Forcing Not a me good to role take model. another look at who Ferris is and what he wants and really challenging that a bit. It's really like, and it's it probably is just us project, like, well, us, me. It's probably me projecting onto this character, like, these things that we don't necessarily gather from the movie, but, like, extrapolating from the reactions, the interactions he has with his friends, with his family, with whoever, like... There's more to this character than what we see in this film, but because we're restricted to just this hundred and two minutes, we don't 
we don't have a lot of time. There's not unlike Harry and that's the thing. I think I think the biggest thing for me is that like unlike Harry Potter, all we have is this movie. There's not a book it's based on. There's not other material. I mean, there's like a crummy TV show that we talked about briefly. <laughs> Uh, but I want nothing to do with I want nothing to do with the show. It's so it's so it, but like so terrible. But like I I think one of the things that I enjoy about like some of the some of the movies by minute shows is that they they have like big universes to draw on and there's so much else to the lore and like other things that inspire who these characters are. But everything that we get here, like all of the all of our interpretations of who the characters are and how they feel, it comes from, like, our experiences. Like, it's more of us... It, literally, there's nothing else to do but project onto the characters because those answers don't exist elsewhere. And, like, we can look at the script and see what these characters would have done in the script or, like, what different turns the movie takes, but that that has no bearing on, like, what the movie ended up as um i don't know it's been really fascinating it's been so fascinating to work on it's for for me if doing the whole like my my role in in being your co-host for For, do you think for this in specific for for this or for even for the other one is that i'm you challenge me i'm definitely the challenger i want to like I think that makes the show better. Maybe put like an unflattering light on something that not everyone is focusing on. It's why I do a lot of my sympathies, my sympathy well, no, fours well, yeah. in Harry Potter is because like, well, it's really easy to be like, I hate this character. And it's just like, well, no, let's super analyze like why you hate them and like what your problem with them is well, and, and so that's what's what been they're going through and that's that kind what, of thing. What's, what's been really interesting, especially on this show, because like... I almost felt that the roles were reversed a little bit at the beginning where it was like, oh, Victoria doesn't like this guy, but like, I really like this guy. Like, let's get into that. And now I think both of us have reached this place where it's like, I think we met a complex character. I think we met somewhere in the middle. People, people are complex. We, we, we ended up with me like kind of like being on the outs and you like look like adoring him. And then we kind of like met in the middle where where it's like you're seeing the faults and I see like that there are little things here and there that he is like a little more genuine that he's giving than you actually get to see a whole lot of anyway. It's been really, it's, it's very interesting. It's been really nice to have this like back and forth. And, and sometimes I feel bad and I apologize and I want to apologize and do all that other thing because when I know what it's like. Hell, I, I dealt with it first season of Harry Potter. I know what it's like to really love a character yeah. that no one else seems to love. Yes. That everyone's <laughs> just on you like, I don't care what you say. I'm just going to hate this, this person guy's anyway. This guy. Who cares? It's gets, it gets old real fast and it gets like really tiring to like argue your points. And I don't want to be one of those people who are like, well, I'm no, I know I'm right. And like, screw all y'all people. Uh, I don't want to get that way. And it's just frustrating because it's the human condition. Yeah. And he, people well, are complex. He's super, super I, complex. I think that's that's another you know. just, like, credit to John Hughes where, like, despite the fact that for the majority of this movie, Ferris is this, like, sort of folk icon character... Uh, uh, when we had Scott on very early in the show, he he called him. Uh, he said that if Ferris had a superpower, it was that he was lucky. But it, but even but now now we've reached this point where like I don't necessarily think that that's the case either. Um, we talked about it in the last few minutes. It's almost that like it's a defense. Yes, Ferris. It's all fake. Ferris might have a lot going for him. But it's because he's not actually dealing, dealing with, with yeah, anything. Yeah, exactly. You know, like he's, like he's, he's hiding. Uh huh. Instead of instead of acknowledging the fact that like Cameron felt like he wasn't having a good day, he got on a parade float and sang a song. Like, like fine, I'll show you something. Yeah, I'll show you a good day. Like it's <laughs> it's interesting, and so it's been really nice to have you to like 
kind of butt against that with. And that was one of the things, Jonathan, that I was really interested in when you reached out to me at first and you really, you had like, like a big dis. Like I knew that Victoria <laughs> at that point, I knew that Victoria already like didn't, didn't love Ferris that like, you were like, Oh, I like this guy, but he's got, there's a lot of problems. We got to talk like, about. Like I never, ha- I would, never hated him. Yeah. Whereas like, it from from that message that first like half hour like into the movie him. it was definitely this like i don't like this guy I hate this guy and uh <laughs> and that was interesting for me because i hadn't i don't think that i had anyone that i knew who had seen this movie had enjoyed this movie but that's that's from the perspective of like me and like my small group of friends my age that have actually watched Ferris Bueller before I, I I had a lot of like guilty pleasure feelings over Jonathan's post of how much he disliked <laughs> being on your side. He disliked Ferris and being on my side, and I was like, I feel like I have a fan now. It's <laughs> it's it's my one fan. Like I have at least one person. Hashtag Team Victoria. <laughs> right? No, but then he broke my heart because he like like he traded Aww, me in for a for John for John. I was like, oh okay, all right. I mean- Oh, yeah, I no. guess you. I guess no, you. No, John's no. gotta. <laughs> you. John's gotta stick together. I guess. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I told I Gary, mean, week, if it was that up was to me, weird, he wouldn't come back. That was but. a weird week of the show. Let me tell you. Yeah, like, I listen. I love those I know. guys. I know. As much as I love both of those guys, it was super crazy not having you around. I listened. I know how crazy it was. <laughs> I was dissatisfied, like, and it will never happen trouble. again. <laughs> I promise you, listeners, it will never happen. Victoria again. will always be. Here. I will you always can't be get here. Rid of her. No, now I just use that as a defense with Ricky. Ricky's all like, "Well, we have to." have this planned and, da, da, da. and i was like ricky you listen to those episodes with me he goes all right like go, <laughs> like, go do your thing and i'm just like yeah exactly um <laughs> see and then like with the whole like uh the ferris thing i think you uh maybe not like in a serious way but necessarily like getting kind of like ticked that i kept picking on ferris to the Me? point where yeah where it gets to the point where it was like when i brought up doing like willy wonka and it was just like well we could analyze willy wonka too and i'm just like yeah who cares a childhood movie that i absolutely love and i will break down the crap out of that and talk about how much of a psycho well, willy see, that's wonka what's, that's what that's what's in, that was what was really interesting for me because like i, I as a before doing movies by minute shows mm-hmm it's really easy to just passively watch a movie and be like, oh, that was great, and just move on and not really, like, think about <laughs> what now. happened in the movie or the or what the, the fallout is of the, the characters or the events or whatever. And, like, it's been really refreshing to sit and watch this movie and, like, take it in and and really think about the characters in a way I haven't before or like relate myself to the situations the characters are in in a way that I haven't before and so when we're done and uh and we sit and watch the movie for the first time since we started it's going to be really interesting to see like how I feel about it as a whole yeah. now yeah cuz I don't I don't know like I, don't I said know. it's kind of a curse it's kind of a curse and a blessing I haven't gone back and watched uh, Sorcerer's Stone since we talked about it. And it's been almost a year since we started. I mean, it's been six months since we wrapped that up. Not six months. It's been like four months since we wrapped it up. But of course, it feels the, like so long. The, the stubborn part of me will definitely like never waver in like, <laughs> certain things, though. I understand. As, as much as like I, I can be like I'm not an, a moving force. Like I can change my opinion. I can admit when I'm wrong. I can concede and see like different perspectives. And I like seeing different perspectives. And for the most part, like I'll be like, okay, I was wrong. Like, but you know, whatever. But then there's some things that I definitely dig my heels about. And I'm like, no, you guys are definitely all wrong. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I will, fair. I will That's stand fair. by Snape till the end. Always. Always. Exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, Friday the thirteenth is coming up. I'm I'm tempted to get a tattoo, so Wow. That'll I'm be good. That'll be good. Just to say always. But my my favorite thing about Friday the thirteenth is, is today, uh... Victoria. <laughs> That's true. Oh. Sorry, go on. Go on, John. Oh no. <laughs> That was that was worth it. I just realized um, like all of a sudden like that's when this like, goes oh, yeah, up. It is gonna Friday go up on Friday the thirteenth. How wonderful. 
I don't want to diminish uh, my favorite thing about all of that is you can have you can have all the discussions you want about you know at least characters and entertainment what you like and what you don't yeah. like or or why you shouldn't or why you should but at the same time it just comes down to you like it yeah or you don't like it right like, so, like there's it doesn't have to a be lot so of people that like the star wars you know the 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 prequels some of them will actually just sit there and say yeah this, this is wrong with it this is wrong with it this is wrong with it but i still like it same yes See, uh, my favorite I mean, mo- my favorite movie is Watchmen, and I'm so glad uh, someone's doing a Watchmen yes! minute. I'm so sad that you're not one of the co-hosts because it's like, <laughs> holy crap, someone actually appreciates this movie enough, other than myself. I told to, like, them. I told do a them minute. Victoria would do every minute. Frick, it's my favorite movie. I love this movie. I love this book series. We'll get, we'll get and everyone talks trash about it, and it's just like it's so frustrating. We'll request minutes. You'll have to tell me what you want. We'll request so, minutes, but that's not don't. That's so not many. for here. That's not for every here. every minute. I, I can't pick one. <laughs> Pretty flowers. Jonathan, thank you so much for being here this week. This was great. Yeah. Oh, thank. This was fun. I've been. Thanks for having I've me. Been this an, was. I've been anticipating this week <laughs> since you sent me that message. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope it was worth it. Oh, absolutely, hope the, absolutely. Hope we the have, listeners are still here. I hope so too. We've had some of the longest minutes we've ever done this week. I love it. I love the fact. I love that fact. This That's is great. so good. It's. I mean, we've had really good stuff to talk about, and like, we're at. I'm so happy that like here at the like. I don't want to call it the. I mean, this isn't. What is the climax of this movie? It's hard to say, like, the climax of this movie. I think but, like, this is... This is we're in the, the middle emotional of the climax. climax of the movie. I, I think that there's two different... Because you could call... There is an argument to be made for the parade. If Ferris is the protagonist. But this is Cameron's climax of the movie. And I think it's, like, really important. And so I'm, I'm, I was happy to have you here for this. I, um... My original intention had to have was to have you for more of the like Ferris debate of like how, does he grow or is he a guy that you okay no 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 I do want to okay here we go I do want to ask you this before uh, <laughs> I, I know we've been talking for like hours now but how do you feel about Ferris now? I'm I'm glad I listened to the podcast because. I, I like I said I was happy to hear that there's other people that weren't so thrilled with him. Yeah. Um. But that actually kind of, kind of goaded me to kind of swing the other way and like okay, so there are people arguing that point. So maybe I should take a look at him and see if there's any virtue to him. Um. So, I I do like that in these minutes. I do like the fact that he shuts up in these minutes. Yes. But at the same time, I do like seeing some of his reactions and the stuff that we talked about that that I do I like that the fact that I can see that he does love Cameron as a friend. Yeah. And there's a lot of times in this movie when he seems to kind of, you know, push him around and kind of overlook his feelings, but But he's not like I like that there negligent. I like there is some yeah. connection that I can see. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that like we, I think all of us, I think doing the show, and I, I, I don't know what it's going to be like for other people listening, but I think doing this show has definitely brought me to this interesting, like, Ferris is a more complex character than I had ever considered before, really. Like, he isn't this perfect golden boy that he seems to be the first watch. Like, there is, there's a lot of other depth that's going on here, and it's because he's not the main focus of the movie, and I think that that's interesting. Like, despite the fact that it's named after him, like, this moment with Cameron is probably the most important moment of the movie. And, and, uh, and he lets Cameron have that, and I think that that's admirable. Like, I, I don't know. I definitely... It's, it's funny because, like, when when you first reached out to me and then we scheduled these minutes, I I thought that I was going to be just, like, defensive. Like, no, Ferris is a great guy. But, like, after doing all of these minutes, like, that's not... I don't, I don't even stand in the same place where I did when we started. And I think that's fascinating. That's what I love about movie, like shows like this. Like, just... taking the time I think that's the most fascinating because it's your favorite movie yes and it is still it is still my favorite movie but you're right like I think there's so much there's a different depth to it now than I had ever had before we started yeah and that's (sighs) fascinating to me oh it's so cool it's so cool 
thank you guys, both of you, for, for this, like... For this fascinating minute. Yeah, yeah. This has been a really good week. Jonathan, would you like everyone to know, let, let everyone know one last time where they can find you on the internet. Yes, you can. www.theprincessbrideminute.com um, On Facebook, we have a listener group. Um, it is the A Battle of Wits, A Princess Bride Minute. <laughs> I like and that. And then yeah. on uh, Twitter, it is at TPB Minute. And yeah, you can find us, talk to us, and listen to our show. Awesome. Everybody, definitely go check out the Princess Bride Minute because it is so fun. I am such a fan. Go check that out. If you like our format, the the Movies by Minutes sort of template that we're using, you should check out moviesbyminutes.com because that has all of the other shows that are currently producing or have previously produced content within this field. There's a lot of great shows if you... Uh, if you have a favorite movie, definitely check that out because I'm sure someone is covering it somewhere. <laughs> and if not, you should consider starting your own show because that's what we did. And uh, yeah, join us next week as we get to, uh, we'll be an hour and a half in. We'll be less than 15 minutes from the end by the end of yeah. next week, Victoria. It's ne- crazy. Ne- next week as we get to the landing Victoria, of we have the four car. weeks left. We have less than four weeks left. Less than a month. Nice. Yeah, we're almost there. I know, I know. I'd Come say congratulations, back. but I know that you guys are so used to just jumping forward and doing the next thing. Uh, so. I, <laughs> it's all Gary's fault. Well, yeah, honestly, <laughs> I I think I made the decision to do Ferris when we still had like, we probably still had like three and a half months of Harry Potter left, right? You're like, no, we're doing Ferris. It was like, no, we wrap, we, this will fit exactly, this will fit perfect in our hiatus. Like, let's just do it. Uh <laughs> And so, and so now, now, because like, I'm so eager to get back to Harry Potter, like we're just going to roll right into that when this wraps up, I'm sure. But I don't know. It's a little crazy. I think we're now at a point where we've like reached a groove and it's like, if we stop, we'll just trip over ourselves. <laughs> we're like, I forgot how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Everybody join us next week as we get to minute 86 through 90. And, uh. Yeah, thanks for sticking with us. Don't shake.